Welcome to Clear and Oblivious. These are the news headlines. Antonio Brown's balls have made the headlines this week after the ex-NFL wide receiver was seen flaunting his hairy brain and span javelin to onlookers at a local's swimming pool. Although as hung as Saddam, the viral video does beg the question, is this what two is going to be like in five years' time? Mitch Trubisky, the ready-salted quarterback of the NFL, was dropped at halftime of the Steelers' loss versus the New York Jets. A single gunshot echoed through the parking lot of Hinesfield, confirming the former Bears player's exit. Kenny Pickett threw an interception in his first-ever NFL throw, meaning Mike Tomlin is probably reloading as we speak. The Seattle Seahawks and Detroit Lions game yielded almost 100 points in an offensive thriller that even included DK Metcalf shitting himself in front of millions of people. DK Lineker. Both teams put up as much defense as wearing a plain seatbelt while hitting a wall at 500 miles per hour. And finally, Cardinals defensive end JJ Watt has sensationally took to Twitter to announce that he had died midweek and came back to life before also saying that he'll play this weekend. Adding, no more questions please, while every other single person in the world who read that tweet freaked the fuck out. The NFL's Roger Goodell released a statement saying, I don't know what those Watt rollers are eating, but they are absolute fucking freaks. That's all for this week's news headlines. Why not join our Patreon, where you receive early access to the podcast along with a bonus episode every single week. With the Patreon, we've also got a Discord where you can join where people watch the games together, play fantasy football, and learn about the sport together. You can find it on Patreon at forward slash clear and oblivious. Well, this is going to be an interesting podcast. Uh, usually I have a guest on the show. This is pretty much the very first episode of Clear and Oblivious outside of Patreon episodes that it has been run solo. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going solo with it. You know, hello, Bilber. Let's see how this goes. Um, I'm afraid there was just a, an internet issue, so I had to like record this without the internet and wait till it comes back up. We had like a little bit of a guest problem. Uh, who'll be on next week instead? Um, but fucking hell, I could not do the podcast this week. There was far too much happening, especially in the actual world of NFL. For example, Antonio Brown got his dick out. He got his arse out and in a swimming pool. You try to tell me I meant not do a podcast when Antonio Brown, king of this podcast for all the wrong reasons, has made the news yet again for getting his fucking arse out in a public pool. Uh, like, right, my whole problem with this is, right, Antonio Brown obviously has got serious issues. I don't know if it came from, like, getting smacked in the head. Was he always a fucking psychopath? And just Mike Tomlin at the Steelers had it under wraps. Um, you know, he's had his music careers. He's uh, famously uh, took his top off and jogged out of the, uh, was it against the Jets for Tampa? Just like, yeah, I'm fucking done here even though Tom Brady was putting them up in his own home. Uh, which, when I come to think of it, no wonder Giselle dumped him. Man was bringing rapists to live and do the fucking dishes midweek. <laughs> but anyway, um, plus, you know what if I was Antonio Brown, right? This is how you know he's got CET, right? I'm not saying that people aren't capable of terrible things outside of things, right? But say if, say if you were accused of, like, sexual assault and rape and went through, like, a massive court case and you got back in the NFL, you know what I mean, uh... Do you reckon you'd be just sitting there to yourself? He's like, you know what? I might not do this Monday evening. I might not get my arse out in a swimming pool and rub it in someone's face, some woman's face. Now, well, I don't know what the crack is with him. I'm only going by the video. She seemed like she knew him. Uh, <laughs> at least I don't think he just, you know, plonked in and went up to an old age pensioner and goes, hey, what's the crack? Do you want some crack? And then bang, arse in the face. But uh, it's clearly fucking, it's clearly mental. Like, uh, 
Yeah, I still think it's all from that perfect hit. Everything started going wrong when Vontaze perfect leading the helmet into him, right? Um, like, and you know when you're watching, like, there's obviously all the concussion uh, issues at the moment, like, uh, and people are bringing up, like, Tony Dungy was brought it up there that I can't remember what player was, was like, it's happened again. Uh, and what I'm talking about again is, like, the fact that Tua got knocked out twice in a row uh, this weekend, uh, came out with the second one, and clearly the man is now going to be a vegetable at 40, you know? He's going to be supping chicken soup through a straw in about three years, but he'll enjoy the 400 million quid he's making in the meantime. But, um... See, this is the thing. Do you reckon, like, in, like, five years, if I get to, like, search up the New New York Post 2027, we're going to see, like, videos of, like, Tua rubbing his balls on the window of a sauna or something? And all the fucking guests screaming and running out of the room? Yeah? Look, see, there's a little bit of a pause there because usually I'd have someone going, Ryan, don't say that. It's a bit weird. It's a bit much. But I don't have anyone. I've just got me and you this week, baby. Um, yeah, but we had like an absolutely brilliant weekend. What other big news? We had Kenny Pickett. I'm a Steelers fan, because you don't know already. But Kenny Pickett came in for the old Mitch Trubisky, you know, Mr. Bland himself. Mr. Vanilla Ice Cream, ready salted quarterback of the NFL is now out. Uh, and we have Kenny Pickett. And now the problem with this is like, I'm all very excited about this. How do you not be excited when you draft a quarterback and see how the fuck it goes? Because you're always hoping it hits that just like that Justin Herbert thing where they just hit the ground running immediately and you're like, ah, oh, why the fuck were we pissing about with Tyrod Taylor? You know, that type of thing. That's the situation that I hope happens. And he definitely, like, he had three interceptions and none of them were really his fault. Uh, I mean, to be honest, the fucking offense looked better as soon as he came on and then fucking three receivers that we were like going like, please get our superstar playmakers fucking into this game. And immediately they all let us down with a couple of like stupid drops and everything like this. But uh, the problem with Kenny Pickett is he's got three, four absolutely dire games. He's got the Buffalo Bills next. We're already a 14-point spread, which is the highest in Steeler history since the merger. Uh, and even at that, like, it just, do you know what? It feels like, <laughs> it feels like hiring a new captain for the Titanic when it's already hit the fucking iceberg, you know? Like, regardless of how the... the things go, the man's still going to drown in his cabinet, you know, he's going to wake up, jump out of bed, and he's going to be up to his knees in water, and he's going to panic, and next thing, a wave's going to burst through the fucking door, uh, while he's trying to fucking complete a pass to fucking Pickens, and he's going to come clean through the fucking deck log cabin, alright, the man's dead, I think it's going to be a terrible baptism for him, and pretty much when he was drafted by the Steelers, he probably was like, you know what, I'm going to get a little bit of a, an easier round, I feel like Kenny Pickett now starting with the Steelers, at this moment, was kind of like anybody that started with the Jets. Not this year, they're a little bit better. And I'm not just saying that because they beat us, but they do have a lot, of, lot more better players now. Uh, but I just feel like he's utterly fucked from the off. So that's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, luckily, his first start, start is against the Buffalo Bills. There is a 14-point spread already on that. And the news is the entire Steelers secondary and Cam Hayward are on the injury report list. Now, I'd say a lot of them are going to play, but, I mean, even at that, they're going to be either limited things or banged up. Uh, I feel like the Steelers would lose by fucking 14 points anyway if it was our full team, unless we pull out something magic with TJ Watt, who obviously isn't there. So I am really much, for the first time since I'm, like, supported the Steelers going... Because even when the Steelers were bad or weren't playing well, we would still never get beaten by much. You know what I mean? We had a couple of odd games. Like, even people would go, like, what about the Browns in the playoffs the last time? We still ended up scoring three touchdowns and only beat us by, like, six points. You know, it's just, we just don't 
we're not ha- we're always they always fight hard like but I mean I don't give a fuck about this next man up shit now we are utterly fucked for this weekend so it's going to be pretty much a grim watching uh, as a Steelers fan I'm pretty sure a lot of Steelers fans out there are just like let's hope Kenny Pickett just strings something together and doesn't get completely demoralised because I feel like Matt Milano is going to have a fucking field day Hi, I'm Joseph Coney. You may remember me from such things as Joseph Coney and the Invisible Children, and I'm here to tell you to listen to Clear and Oblivious and NFL Podcast. Clear and Oblivious, the official sponsor of the LRA Army. What else did we have? Um, we had, like, many things. Uh, do you know what? I was just talking about the Titanic there, all right? And this is completely off topic of the NFL. I'll get back to the fucking NFL, right? But the Titanic, I just saw a TikTok, right? And it's from, uh, you know, Top G, Andrew Tate, um, who is my, I think he's now my new least favorite person in the world. Now, I know that that's not, that's not a hot take. I know a lot of you are like, no, I... I I understand, right? And I hope the cunt dies too. Uh, and that's completely fair. Uh, but I saw Andrew Tate talking about the Titanic. This is why this has come into my head. I was chatting with fucking Kenny Pickett and the Titanic. Andrew Tate put up a TikTok and his thing was like, it was about feminism. It's a, slash, it's a slap on feminism. And his point is, well, when the Titanic went down, there were no feminists indicating like you weren't feminist when it was men versus you know men had to stay back and it was women and children first that was his point now that's all well and good andrew that's a that's a real fucking whatever thing take but (laughs) the titanic sunk in 1912 like there was fuck all feminists in general i understand that feminism was invented before that but it was really fucking secretly held it was like one log cabin somewhere in fucking Australia, where they all met up once a year. It wasn't like fucking Twitter, or people were spreading it around. Do you reckon, like, someone's like, uh, what the fuck did they think was going to happen? Did he think there was the ship was going down? He's like, here, you and your kid, uh, you can get on this lifeboat. And the woman's like, you know what, I'm actually here for equality. Can uh, You can let the dad go, and I'll sit here and drown, if that's all right. Um, anyway, my main point in this is, the only time I'd like to see and- where Andrew Tate's mind goes would be if he shot himself in the mouth with a shotgun. So take <laughs> take that with you. Um, I may as well talk about uh, a lot of nonsense here before I um, actually get into the, this week's games. Uh, we had, like, uh, this weekend, uh, I was going to film this tomorrow, uh, record this tomorrow with the guest, but, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm running off. I'm doing shows with Daniel Sloss. Uh, he's doing Daniel Sloss and Friends. I'm in a place called Air, you know, uh, in Scotland, what a shit name for a town, you know. You can't just name it under the elements. That's fucking stupid. Uh, so we're there tomorrow, air. Um, I've already said, I hope nobody's from air listening to this. Uh, I'll be doing his podcast tomorrow uh, if the fucking everything doesn't break down like it has. Um, and then in the morning, now you all love it when I go on a travel journey because, uh, as you know, I always have a, a, a very difficult time traveling. Now, most of it's my own fault because I'm a cheap bastard, but now I feel like I'm forced into the cheapness because comedy still hasn't really recovered since the the pandemic and stuff like that. So what's happening is uh, I have to 
I have a number of gigs in places and then like like from now to the end of the year in places like Birmingham, Leicester, fucking Nottingham, I don't know, places in the middle, kinda right, or down south, but south middle, whatever the fuck I am, right? Uh but all the trains are on strike. Uh, and if they aren't on strike, they're like 130 quid, which is basically like the fee for the night. So it's literally pointless of me going down, especially when you get in like accommodation and stuff like that or you don't have somewhere to crash. Uh, I think I was talking about this recently on a Patreon episode, how tough it is. So what I'm going to have to do is, this is horrible, right? So I have to get a flight at a half six in the morning. So I won't be able to watch the late game, which is Russell Wilson struggling. <laughs> He's a little bit better now, but uh, which is the Colts-Denver game. So I'm going to have to save that or watch it on the plane or something and save it and watch it on the plane is probably what I'm going to do. And my new base for the rest of the year is I have to keep flying in and out of Birmingham because it's so cheap to get to Birmingham. It's like 20 quid at the moment to get to Birmingham. Uh, and I have to use that as a base and get every train and bus from Birmingham to Leicester thing, fucking, I don't know, Sheffield or Birmingham itself, Coventry, stuff like that. So that's what I'm going to have to do. So I have to fly it there. I'm getting driving lessons because I'm 32 and it's getting sad, you know. It's bad when you chat to someone and say, like, oh, do you want to, do you want, you know, you can just drive down to the gig and I go, I don't drive. And they're like, oh, but, but you're bald. You bald cunt. Like, how how do you not drive and be bald? Like, how old are you? Learn when you're fucking normal. Learn when you're 17. Um, but anyway. So, uh, I always complain about travel because I always have terrible ideas. Like, usually what happens is someone kills himself in front of a train. Blah, blah, blah. Very sad. But it's affecting me greatly, you know. Uh, like, the first, first time I'm like, oh, my God. I was, like, mortified. I was shaking, getting off. I was like, that is so fucked up to think about the per person and then you know uh i'm pretty sure it was a, a patrice o'neill who had a if you want to google it patrice o'neill has a london comedy story set where he's on about someone jumped in front of the tracks and i always remembered it i remembered it while i was on the fucking thing where he was just like for the first five minutes you're like oh oh my god that's so awful and then he goes like 10 minutes go by and you're like how long does it take to get a fucking face off the tracks <laughs> r.i.p big man uh but basically uh, I'm going to Coventry I'm going to Nuneaton on Friday uh, I'm getting driving lessons with my uncle who is now uh, I'm worried about it because he used to be in the army I think that's where he learned to do all the thing he used to be in the army or a sergeant in the police or some shit like that you know uh, and I'm kind of like worried how that's going to go right but the big one is I go to Birmingham and I don't know if you've ever been to Birmingham but Birmingham's like Right up there in the top five worst places. I know I've talked about Blackpool, Straban, where my dad's from. They're re- really up there in the worst places you can imagine. But Birmingham is like, do you know when you're going into Birmingham, uh, you feel like a filter's coming on, like an Instagram filter over the city where it just says, oh, let's make it grey. You know, let's make it fucking miserable. It's just a grey shithole. I, I fucking hate Birmingham. Uh, it's like there's loads to do there and it's a big city, but it just... <laughs> It, I think depression is its baseline feeling, and then you have to work up from there and hope for the best. But anyway, uh, I'm doing a gig in Just a Tonic in Birmingham, uh, and I'll be telling them that, uh, you know, because I'm a real talker. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Look, I've had a beer. Uh, I've had an edible too. It hasn't kicked in, like, I've only edited. But that's why I'm in a race against time as well, because I didn't think I'd have to fucking do this right now. Um, I finished the gig... I'm on first, I get off stage and run straight to a bus from Birmingham to fucking Leeds, I think. 
Uh, that gets in at 2 a.m. I get a half an hour stop in Leeds, Dyer Street, but where I get like another 2.30 bus to get back to Edinburgh for 9 a.m. Because I have something to do in the morning. I also want to be around for all the sports. Uh, Sundays are big sports days, you know. I want to be around for all of it. Um, and then I get some relax uh, to get to relax. I do have a roast battle, by the way, just while I'm fucking think about this. I have a roast battle on Monday. So if you're anybody in Edinburgh listening to this, there's roast battles. I'm bringing roast battles back. They're in Monkey Barrel, 8 p.m. Uh, Monday, one Monday every month. So the next one's next Monday. But uh, I will let you know how bad this little bus journey from the 10 p.m. till 9 a.m. It's basically an 11-hour bus journey just to get home on Sunday morning. And uh, Leeds Dire Station, Dire Street, has got a, a guy that works in the station. I've been in the station three times in the middle of the night, right? Because that's why I know about it, right? Three times because there's a Leeds to Edinburgh bus that's always reasonably cheap, uh, even though it goes through the fucking middle of the night. Three times this guy has been, he just screams. I can understand why he's on the graveyard shift because he clearly couldn't be out during the day. Now, this guy, the first time I landed in, was screaming at people that tried to come off the bus. Somebody had to come off, the entire bus had to come off because the toilet exploded. But the toilet was already out of order in here. So people are coming out like clearly dying to piss for hours. And he's like, no, you're not going into our toilets. And people are like, you can't do that to us. And he goes, no, 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 it's locked now. It's locked at nine o'clock. And he's like, I don't give a fuck if it's not. Or you do it now or I shit all over the fucking floors. Uh, and he screams at people and ever. And every time I've come, I've been there at 2am, it's the same guy. And he's been fucking screaming at people. In fact, if you you know what? That might be Patreon content. Not that they're going to put in a Patreon plug right now. But that would be a great Patreon episode if I just live... I don't know what the legality is that if somebody's like, what the fuck are you been filming me for an hour? I'm like, Patreon, got to join it. Patreon forward slash color. <laughs> oh, what a load of fucking gash I'm talking. Um, uh, yep. Uh, we have Liz Truss, you know. Uh, Liz Truss is another thing that's in the news. Liz Truss is trying to fucking end climate change uh, by drilling for gas. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm actually delighted about this because, like, as a as a as a very Irish man, you know, you know, we always we always like cheer against Kane in the World Cup. Never support England. It's always a big thing. But like this, this she's been in office. I'm going to say a month. Is it three weeks? And she's already been in the news six times for being an absolute. How do you follow up? Boris Johnson with another fucking absolute nightmare, you know. They've already, they're already having like votes of confidence going. Ah, oh, you know, I think we've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's absolutely fucking delightful. Um, I've got a wee story about uh that I remembered myself back about back home, but um, I'm going to just go through the game weeks because this week in the NFL was actually a pretty fucking. It was a pretty good week. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Lost to the New York Jets. Uh, that I don't care if they're better. That's that's never going to be pretty. That's actually a complete disaster of a show. Um, we had uh, we had. Let me see now. We had that's right. We had the late game on um, with the Bengals Dolphins. Uh, Bengals got two wins. They're two and two. Uh, considering the amount of problems they have, and many time I'm watching them, I'm like, this sounds like, like how the fuck have they got a decent like two and two is not a great record for a Bengals when they're when they went to the Super Bowl basically last year, but and they think but they've been real bad and they've got two and two. Like I'm I'm jealous of a two and two. That's how bad I think. I think we're last. 
I think the Steelers are going to be looking like we're going to be last, especially if these injuries keep piling up. But they beat the Miami Dolphins, which to me was kind of a shock. I actually thought the Dolphins would uh, get something together. But then again, uh, if you look hard enough right into the Miami Dolphins stadium, you can see bits of fucking Tua's skull all over the floor. So, yep, poor guy. Uh, we had Saints Vikings. That was the the London sh- uh, thing. I didn't actually see that because I was too busy watching uh, the Singapore Grand Prix, which was on when I, when I was watching with friends. Uh, so we ended up watching that instead. And uh, Saints versus Vikings. I missed to watch the re- the the highlights of it. Pretty good game. Uh, I'm pretty. Most people in fantasy football were really angry that Alvin Kamara got ruled out like two minutes before the the start of the game, and everybody went fucking. Most people in America are obviously asleep and got absolutely fucked by it. Uh, not that that's the way you should be watching the NFL. It's a good way to get into it, but don't be. You know, I hate that shit when you're watching a game and you completely. You see it, especially in the Premiership fantasy footballs, where people have, like, uh, you see United fans who have triple captain Haaland cheering a Haaland goal. I'm like, have you no honour? You know? Like, I do Premiership fantasy football. I'm an Arsenal fan. I don't have any United players. I don't have any Spurs players. I don't have any Liverpool players. Like, I never won. (laughs) But I die in fucking honour. All right? I die with honour. That's what I, like, you know, if I had a wife... She'd see the car pulling up. The dude coming out with a wee Ireland flag wrapped around it, and she'll blow. She'll she'll break down, presumably cooking fucking pie or whatever, uh, like the movies. And she'll be like, and they won't have to say anything. She'll know. He's like, he died with honor. He refused to choose son. <laughs> he refused to captain Bruno Fernandez. Stuck with Matt Callister in Brighton. What am I talking about? I feel like it might be kicking in now. Yeah, uh, uh, we had uh, the Giants uh, have improved to what I believe they're three and one now. Uh, they beat the Bears. Uh, I found out a stunning statistic today that Cooper Cup has more receptions than Justin Fields, the Bears quarterback, has completions, uh, and that's that's fucking worrying. Uh, if you're a Bears fan, I thought Justin Fields would be pretty good. Uh, I think the Bears had some weapons, maybe not offensively, but uh, I thought they would get something together. Uh, the Titans overcame the Colts. Uh, they roused out to a, a big lead. Derrick Henry looked like he was somewhat kind of backer in the ro- in the groove of stuff. Uh, Colts lost Jonathan Taylor, and I believe he is downgraded to out against uh, fucking Denver, and that's a big loss because Matt Ryan doesn't look like he uh, looks like an old man back there, uh, which fair enough. He is, so you know what I mean? I don't know what they fucking thought was going to happen. Uh, we had the Texans against the Chargers. Texans don't look too good either. I'm pretty much sure they're going to lose pretty much every game. Might get a draw or two out of nowhere. Uh, but that uh, running back, I believe it's... Is it Pierce? I know there's Alex Pierce, the Colts, who's a rookie. I think it's Damon Pierce, is it? The, he looks very, very nifty. Uh, mind you, I said that about Michael Carter, who seems to have gone right off the boil with Brees Hall coming in. Um... The Cleveland Browns. Uh, as much this is the thing about our 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 like uh, our division not looking too good. Uh, again, Bengals won. They're in two and two. They're probably worse than that. Steelers are not looking good. We're not going to start winning. We have four hard games in a row. Uh, the Falcons beat the Browns, uh, which is I still think just karma. I mean, I hope the worst for the Browns, and I'm pretty sure it's not just as a Steeler fan. I'm pretty sure after the whole Deshaun Watson thing, everyone hopes for nothing but the worst from the Browns. Uh, we had the Dallas Cowboys with a 25-10 victory over the Commanders. Um, we had the Eagles beat the, the Dallas Cowboys are doing pretty all right. Cooper Rush is getting fucking wins even when Dak's not out. He's going to walk back in there, Dak, and go, oh, you know what, mate? You took a good job of this. Uh, 
And they have Michael Gallup back, and he caught one in the back of the end zone. So things aren't looking too bad for Dallas. Uh, the Eagles are probably the best team. They overcame the Jaguars. Uh, they're just looking good. I hate the thing. You know what fucks me off about the Eagles? No matter how many head coaches they have, they don't have a clear running back. I know people will be like, it's Miles Sanders, but it's not really. Because every time I log in, or log in, every time I'm watching Red Zone, it comes to me, I was like, was oh, that Sanders? No, it was Boston Scott or Kenneth Gainwell or some fucking receiver of the backfield. I'm like... Just stop it. You're being fucking cowards. Pick a, pick a guy and stick with them. Um, we had a, a thriller with the Ravens and the Bills. I thought Josh Allen, I was complaining about Josh Allen. I was, he was doing some weird shit, you know, and he has been the last two weeks. But he, he came back, got it done. Uh, Bills overcame the Ravens. Uh, that's no no shame in losing to the Bills. I think the Ravens are definitely the best team in our group. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Panthers. I mean, they don't look too good either, neither of those teams. Um uh, Raiders beat the Broncos uh, again. Russell Wilson. They've lost Javonta William, who snapped his ACL, which is uh, particularly bad uh, news for them because, like, usually you wouldn't worry too much because they've got such a good tandem in Melvin Gordon. But Melvin Gordon looks like he's a fucking. He just looks finished. He's got the knees of fucking jam jars. All right, I don't even know if that's a phrase. We had the Packers versus the Patriots. Yuck. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Uh, they got it done. Uh, Brian Hoyer and what is it Bailey Zapp in the in the mix uh, I think the Packers will probably go far this season I don't really think they're very exciting to watch but they're just a good team uh, I think offensively they're pretty shite uh, even though they've still got Aaron, John, Aaron Jones AJ Dillon Aaron Rodgers obviously and Alan Lazard and Bobby Tonyan seem to be kind of gelling and then Romeo Dubs is coming through but there's still a lot of work there but they beat the Patriots pretty narrowly Jack Jones shout out to that guy very good cornerback for the Patriots. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Buccaneers, 41-31. That was great to watch. Patrick Mahomes, fucking cheat code. He's the Haaland of the NFL at the moment, uh, or has been pretty much since he's came in. But some of those touchdowns, that one where he was like absolutely escaping the pocket and then just flicked one over the top. It looks so easy. It just looks like something you would do, like... If you didn't know how to play the NFL, you know, they've got like a style in the ring. If you ran in, not that you would ever complete it, but it's the type of thing you're just like, oh, oh. Get rid of it. Touchdown. Easy as fuck. I watched the first half of the 49ers versus the Rams and basically was absolutely stunned uh, at Debo Samuel's touchdown. What a fucking player he is. I was wrong about him. I did say some things about Debo Samuel. And I said some things about Cooper Cup, saying that they're not as elite as they are. And now I'm watching them going like, oh, God, what a stupid... What a shit. Why do you listen to this podcast? I did give out both of Debo Samuel and Cooper Cup saying, of course they're top 10 wide receivers, but they're not like the best. I was like, there's people with better skill sets. But I mean, looking at Debo Samuel do that, you're just like, okay, I don't know what you are. You're a running back, quarterback, fucking everything. It's like Cardell like Patterson on fucking ecstasy. But it's great to watch. Um, so we had that. And uh, yeah. I went to bed and that, and then woke up and saw the second half statistics and the, the highlights. And I was like, you know what? Fucking fair play to me for going for bed because that was fucking shite. Um, but yeah, we're going to have some big weekend games uh, next week. Uh, so I look forward. We'll get, we'll get you next week as well. 
Um, there will be a Patreon episode, and it'll probably be out Sunday, by the way, if you're listening. Uh, if you want to get on the Patreon, you heard the, the fucking jingle, stuck it in there somewhere. It's good. It's a lot of fun. We're even doing a last man standing at the moment for 50 quid. Uh, you'll probably, you've missed the start of that, but what happens is if nobody wins it, like if everyone goes out at the same time, we get back in. But you have to get in on the Patreon. You get a bonus episode. You get early access sometimes to these ones. You get... Yeah, you get all their features. You get games, Last Man Standing, Fantasy, and most importantly, the Discord, which is a lovely little community, especially if you're like if you're old and thing, everyone there's a lot of people in there know everything more about more about the NFL than me. But if you're a brand new newbie, want just people to watch it with because uh, at the start, the only reason this podcast started, I know Gareth's gone by now, but like a I only forced Gareth into this podcast so that I'd find someone to watch the fucking NFL with me. Because you just need someone to blow off the stream. You're like, why are none of you watching this? You feel like, you know, you've missed out. I feel like I've missed out in years because I've actually, you know, whatever, seven years or something in the NFL, I've been watching it. But I was like, I would have fucking loved this if I was 15 years old. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to spread that. But, like, I mean, spreading the NFL, you look at the tickets things in the UK, it's already gone supersonic, and I feel like we're going to get a lot more of it. Um, I remembered a little story, uh, and this is, <laughs> this is like a, this is, this is a, re- a really stupid fucking thing that happened uh, and I should I, I remember I was trying to remember like uh, why I brought it up uh, right it, I remember okay I'll just start with the story uh, just to, tell, to send you on your way I'm going to tell you of a hilarious story that I had when I was uh, younger uh, which was basically my aunt uh, overheard I overheard my uh, no, my neighbor. Sorry, my my mum and my neighbor. My neighbor came in, uh, or a friend. I can't remember who the fuck she is. I remember who she is, but not really. But I overheard them, and I was only fifteen, right? I didn't know what. Uh, she was chatting to my mum about not being able to get pregnant. <laughs> not that's not the funny part. Uh, but what the funny part is, I heard her talking about like, well, have you tried everything? Like you know, my mum, I heard saying, and I was coming in to make a cup of tea. And all I heard her saying, like, was like, night next up, we're going to try the IVF, okay? Uh, meaning, like, I don't even know what it means, enter fucking whatever. IVF, you know, you pay, you get a baby, basically. They shove a bit of cum up you, and one plops out. It's artificially done, but it works for people, especially people struggling, okay? But I actually misinterpreted that. <laughs> I misinterpreted that kind of like... Um, as like the Ulster Volunteer Force, which are a loyalist parliamentary group in Northern Ireland. So when I overheard my fucking aunt going like, I'm going to try the, have you tried anything? You're like, I'm going to just try the UVF next. I was like, oh my God, Barbara. Oh, shouldn't use that. I was like, oh my God, Barbara, what the fuck? There's so many better options. I mean, I didn't even know how you do that. That's fucking sick. She was like, she didn't get it all. She was staring at me going like, because like, I was thinking she was going to go in and get pumped by a lot of UAVF lads. It was like that was her last thing. I was like, "Is your husband okay with this?" I could, there were so many questions I had running out, so I left. And only like I'm so fucking stupid that only like twenty years passed, and I was like, "You know what? I bet she meant AVF and not UVF." <laughs> this is a weird story to end on, right? But all I'm saying is, I reckon. Do you reckon the fact that I look back on that? Uh, 20 years later I just reckon that she went home after that and go like god that child Ryan has a lot of like very strong views on artificial insemination I was like no Barbara I thought you were getting ploughed I thought you were getting ploughed by lads draped in Union Jacks Um, look I really didn't think I was going to end this podcast on being ploughed by Union Jacks alright that's not what I wanted from this this is supposed to be an NFL thing it's friendly this is a this is, I think this went well 
You may not think so. A lot of you are like, that was a complete half an hour ramble. But it's what you're fucking getting. All right? It's what you're fucking getting. But anyway, there's a couple of more features. You can get to them. They're coming up next. Thank you very much for listening. Clear and Oblivious is sponsored by the Westboro Baptist Church. We hate gays and dead soldiers so that you don't have to. The official religion of Clear and Oblivious. Yeah, they still haven't paid up for that advert, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, let's have a quick coach's corner to finish out this week's episode. I feel like I've missed this one, right? But this, I'm going to get like just key terms and stuff like that you would hear in the commentary because I feel like uh, without the basic lingo, some of the times you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? So I'm going to just say some of these out. Uh, I hope it helps you out. Uh, we've got the backfield. That's a group of offensive players, the running backs, the quarterback who line up behind the line of scrimmage. We've got a down. That's the period of action that starts when the ball is put into play and ends with the ball being ruled dead. Basically, just a, an offensive play, essentially. A down. You know, there's like four. <laughs> to get 10 yards uh the offense gets four downs to advance the ball 10 yards if it fails to do so it must surrender the ball to the opponent usually by punting it on fourth down or going for a field goal or whatever the fuck uh or putting it into rosette if you're fucking mitch trubisky uh we've i'm still bitter we've still got a drive they always talk about the drive that's a series of plays when the offense has the football until they punt or score or whatever or the other team gets possession so just basically your drive uh we've got the end zone that's 10 yards long uh, at each end of the field you know that's where you score the touchdown then obviously we've got the extra point that's the kick after the touchdown pat or whatever you want to call it a fair catch that is when someone you know return a punt waves his extent like waves his arm from side to side or over the top of the heads that signals a fair catch that means the player can't run the ball but the people that are attempting to close him down can't tackle him or it's a big foul uh, field goal, you know what that is, I presume by now, kicking it over the bar for three points. We have fumble, that's when you're losing the ball while running with it, by being like tackled, essentially. Members of the offense and defense can recover a fumble. If the defense recovers the fumble, the fumble is called a turnover. There's handoffs, that's the quarterback when he usually, usually a quarterback, but that's when he hands it off to a running back just to run like straight into the chest, essentially. Sometimes you get little toss plays and stuff like that, that's technically kind of like a throw. Um... Depends where you do if you throw it forward slightly. Uh, uh, do you know what? It's like a, a reason why I say this, and it might have confused you more. There is uh, some. Co- I've noticed like Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes have done it before, where uh, you know if the ball comes and they technically throw it slightly forward as the running back comes across them. So when they grab it there, because it's not going backwards, it counts as a, a pass. So he'll get like a. It'll count as a passing touchdown, even though it was basically he ran it in. Um, we've got the hash marks that is the lines in the center of the field that signify one yard in the field before every play the ball is spotted between the hash marks or on the hash marks depending where the ball carrier was tackled on the preceding play uh, there's the huddle Celtic no, I'm <laughs> that's when like players on each uh, 11 come together discuss the strategies and all that type of shit uh, I love the way I shared Celtic as if Celtic invented the fucking huddles but they're a famous one Incompletion, forward pass that falls to the ground because no receiver could catch it, or pass that the receiver dropped or caught out of bounds. There's interceptions, uh, Trayvon Diggs, hello, a pass that's caught by a defensive player, ending in the player's possession, uh, the offense's, ending the offensive possession of the football. Uh, Kickoff, that's the free kick, that's obviously you just see the kickoff, literally just the kickoff. Uh, Line of scrimmage, the imaginary line that extends from where the ball is placed at the end of the play to both sides of the field. Neither the offense nor the defense can cross the line until the ball is put in play again. That is usually highlighted if you're watching red zone or TV with like a blue line usually and then it's like red kind of comes up for the, that's the down line, you know, to pass to 
extended extended play, extended drive. There's the offensive line. We talked about that last week. That's the human wall of five men who block and protect the quarterback and ball carriers. Every line has a center who snaps the ball, two guards and two tackles. There's the punt. That's uh, Jamie Gillen. Hello. This is uh, a kick made by a player drops the like, a kick made when a player drops the ball and kicks it while it falls towards his foot. The punt is usually made on fourth down when the offense must surrender possession of the ball, but because they couldn't have put it ten yards, and they may as well punt it far, very far away. Uh, red zone. The unofficial area of the red zone. That's why you get Scott Hansen all that shit. Is twenty yards to the goal line essentially if you're 20 yards away from scoring a touchdown they usually start telling it that you're on the ends the the red zone sorry not the end zone the end zone's where you get it return that's when you're receiving a, a kick or a punt and run it towards the goal line intent of scoring if you want uh, an example of this it's not gunner olachevsky because that fucker can't do shit um we have rushing <laughs> to advance the ball by running not passing running back basically running back rusher half back that's basically what they're they are Ezekiel Elliott and the likes. Uh, sack when a defensive player tackles the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of yardage. That's about a TJ Watt, Khalil Mack, that type of stuff. Uh, safety, uh, a score worth two points. Uh, a safety is basically when the defensive player tackles the offensive player in his own end zone. So, you know, like if the quarterback gets the ball and he's in his own end zone and someone sacks him in it, it's two points uh, to the defensive team, the person that made the tackle. The four, the secondary is the four defensive players who defend against the pass and line up behind the linebackers and wide on the corners of the field. So basically it's uh, it's just basically safeties in your cornerbacks. Uh, there's obviously little different little formations we'll cover that next week with the snap that is the action when the ball is hiked uh tossed between the legs by the center to the quarterback to the holder on a kick attempt or a punt or, or sorry on a kick attempt or to the punter when the snap occurs the ball is officially in a play and the action begins uh two more we've got special teams when people talk about that it's the 22 players are on the field during kicks and punts these units have special players who return kicks punts blocking all that type of shit they're all just experts at that kind of carry on uh and finally uh touchdown Score six points. You know what you know what a fucking touchdown is. I'd, I'd be very surprised if you didn't know what a touchdown is, and you've gotten this far into the fucking podcast. But anyway, listen. Thank you very very much this week for listening in. Uh, there'll be a Patreon episode very soon up on the Patreon, so please make sure you follow it. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Enjoy the games.